0: Today's episode of the Rough Dress podcast is brought to you by the newly updated sportsbook at unicorn.com. Unicorn has been a sponsor since the beginning and this is honestly the best looking and most convenient the site has ever really been. Their new TV Guide style layout has made finding and betting a breeze. And with a newly designed and intuitive bet slip, all the information and even access to multi bets are at your fingertips. I've already gotten started with my LPL and LCK outrights and even though it's only been a day into the regular season, KT has already let me down, but Unicorn won't. So check out Unicorn.com, the world's premier esports betting site. Hello, Internet, and welcome to this is, in fact, a very special edition of the Rough drafts podcast it is our just the lines episode of the EU LCS summer split week three because we recorded a little too early for the odds you got all of that awesome analysis that was over an hour of analysis now we're going to just try and burn through these odds really really quick give our final thoughts before the games start and uh and yeah and of course joining me as always uh, the Gasoline World Heavyweight Championship second place runner-up, <laughs> Chase Redshirt King wassenaar Oh boy! How does how does second feel? Like how does uh, second place feel on a day to day basis when you look in the mirror at yourself and you go, I lost the belt to Walter.
1: You know what, man? I, I think you'll find out in a couple months. Because right now I've got a three to one lead, and I don't plan on on letting that go. I, you know, we've been doing very well in Europe, might I add, on our smart money bets, the area in which I am our expert analyst. We are five in one now after this week. Got a whole $478 for our lovely listeners who've been following along. So I'm feeling good about it. I think if you are a European listener, uh, you've got to be riding this wave with us. We have found the smart money value and we're going to find some more for you guys today. So let's talk betting lines.
0: Absolutely. I'm very excited for this. Um, so we're going we're gonna to start with the very first match. Um, yes. Vitality versus the Monkees. Mm-hmm. Chase, real quick, how do you think the series is going to go? And then where do you think the line is?
1: I think this series is going to be a mess. I think that you're talking about one team that overextends for plays and doesn't quite have the talent to back them up. And then one team who doesn't make any play and just hopes that if they're on the rift long enough, they'll magically win anyway. So I I think that this is a three-game series. I think this is going to be back and forth. I think Yuki can hard carry one of these games, absolutely, if he gets something like a Twitch, which he's been doing very well at so far. I don't think it's going to be enough for them to necessarily win the series, but if we get enough underdog value, I'm willing to take a risk because I think this Vitality team is just really not good. Uh, They're they're just not a good League of Legends team right now, and when you have two bad League of Legends teams, take the underdog value if it's significant. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be that significant, because I have the line of Vitality minus 225.
0: Well, you you just about nailed it. You you, you just about nailed it, actually. I'm going to add this scoreboard over here real quick so people can see. Um yeah, it was uh I said Vitality -175. And, and listen, like Vitality is a good team, um but they're not Are that they? good. Are they a good team? I mean, they might be better than the Monkeys, but I don't think they're that much better than the Monkeys. Uh it is yeah. Vitality at -222. So so is. you almost nailed that uh, dead on. That puts Mysterious Monkeys at +165 uh with huh. three maps at +105. Yeah.
1: Okay, we might come back to that, depending on where other value is. Because I, I don't think either of these teams are good enough that we should be trusting a 2-0 from either of them. Like, that's just not something that I foresee the way that they've been playing so far.
0: Absolutely agree. Uh, moving on, we are going to have Rocket versus Fnatic.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have that series. <laughs> that is true. That is factually Chase, an accurate statement. Chase, Chase, Chase. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You're going to lose this series. Yeah. You just you're just gonna lose this series. So what do you want to see from Fnatic uh, to kind of <laughs> keep their momentum going? What what would you like to see?
1: Well well first of all what I'd like to see is I'd like to see Rocket continue to put up a fight and series. That's actually
0: not gonna happen. So just uh, look, just move on.
1: They've taken one map off of every team that they've played so far. Um, that includes G2 for the record. Obviously, it was a hampered G2, but still, um, I'm going to cling on to that because it's what I have, guys. Um, I would love to see them take a map off of Fnatic. I would love to see Betsy look like a League of Legends mid laner again. That would be great to see, uh, rather than a guy whose positioning is uh, not holding up to what we expect from an LCS player. But as far as Fnatic goes, I mean,. If my team's going to go down, let it be in a blaze of glory. Let it be because Fnatic are just this good. Uh, that means having Soaz continue to be consistent in the top lane. His global usage has been on point, uh, which it always is, but he's also just been a lot less aggressive in lane, not as overextending so much, really waiting for Broxa to hit the right moment. I think that precision has been great to see. I'd like to make sure that continues to happen. I think Caps' precision when flanking and team teamfights needs to continue to be a thing. Uh, I'd love to see him play Talia. Uh, You know, that's not the champion that I think is great for him as someone that can really shift the team fights and really make, you know, give Fnatic the high ground, if you will, uh, when they're choosing engages and feeling comfortable in that, um, because that's what the best teams do. Uh, I would love to see Reckless do something weird. I want Reckless to prove, like, look, you can give me Kennen and I'll play Kennen and that's great, but I can do other things too. I can play the Tristanas. I can play, you know, let's see if he can play Jinx. I know we saw Jinx last week and it sucked. Karn, and I know you tried. You got no help here. But you know who could probably do it? Reckless, because he does have help. Um, and he, you know, and the, and the fact that Brox has actually been, you know, pretty good and Jezz is doing better than I expected. So all of those things are, are what I'd like to see. Uh, I think what we're ultimately going to get is a series in which um, Fnatic gets the 2-0 and maybe aren't pushing themselves as hard as they need to as they get ready for uh, you know, week four and as they prepare for the Rift Rivals event that's upcoming. Um, I think that they don't necessarily have to be uh, putting their 100% into a match like Rock Hat with so many other big games coming down the line for them. But uh, I do think it's a 2-0 and I do think that's going to put the line at Fnatic minus 600.
0: I beat you by literally a point.
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> I have Fnatic at minus 475. It's Fnatic at minus 526.
1: Actually, wow. wait. Yeah, I was going to say, if that's a rounding error right there, I think.
0: I think that's a rounding error. God damn
1: it. Is that 527?
0: That's how I get the point?
1: Come on, come on, come on, come on. I want to believe.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I beat you by, like, 20 points. Never oh, mind. really? Oh, yeah, I beat you oh, by, like, 20 oh, points. Oh, Never oh, mind. So, <laughs> so, so I get that point. I thought it was closer for some reason. Um, yeah, I just can't mass. I just can't mass. Uh, yeah, or plus 350 underdogs. Uh, Fnatic to get the 2-0 is at minus 129 with, since you brought it up earlier, three maps at being plus 145.
1: There you go. Three maps of plus plus one forty-five. Uh, yeah, that's possible. I possible? I, it's not ideal. I don't. I wouldn't say it's ideal. I wouldn't say that's. Not ideal. I'm not sure that's enough value to make me jump on board there. Um,
0: yeah, probably not.
1: That's sorry, right. there's, sorry, Rockat. I love you, but I uh, I've learned to um, manage expectations. I think other, that's.
0: There's value elsewhere. There's value elsewhere. That's okay. all that matters. Moving on. Misfits versus G two. G2 looking to rebound from their second loss in the past two splits, uh, this time coming against Fnatic. Misfits, kind of treading water. Yeah. You you made all your thoughts pretty clear about Misfits. What do Misfits have to do to knock the Kings of Europe off their throne uh, further down the stairs?
1: Uh, Go in a time machine and get the Ignar that played last split. And... Uh, tell Alfari that it's a scrim and not a uh, land match, and maybe he can get uh, his nerves back. Because you look at his solo queue accounts, he's doing fine. Um, the guy's not a bad. It's not like he suddenly became a bad player overnight. It just seems like uh, this this sophomore slump, if you will, is just kind of coming to the forefront as more is being expected of him as he's been kind of pushed uh, in that regard. So I'd love to see uh, that kind of get figured out. I mean, I think uh, ultimately. um I think it's going to have to come down to um, you know, whether they can have a pick and band that matches what G2 is able to do. I think Young Buck is one of the most brilliant coaches in the league. I think that Daku is a guy that could be a dead man walking if he doesn't turn things around quickly because their drafts are have not been playing to their skill set, and it's kind of just infuriating to watch. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't think even all of those being, you know, happening would necessarily lead them to victory. Misfits played G2 during a time in which all three of those things were going their way last split, and they lost. The reason G2 lost last week, um, you know, not to take anything away from Fnatic. Fnatic played amazingly, but this was also a team that had not practiced together for more than a week on the midseason patch. Perks had been sick. Trick and uh, Trick was on vacation, uh, Expect was on vacation, they'd gone home to Korea, they had very little time as a team to readjust their macro strategies, and I think you could tell there was a little rust there. Now, does that mean Fnatic couldn't beat them in a the best of five when you know they play in the playoffs at some point? Because I think that matchup is coming. Uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, I don't expect the same missteps from G2 that we saw last week. I think they're going to be much sharper. I think their communication is going to be back on track. I think they're going to be leaning less on Sven and more on, you know, the the perks, uh, tricks, synergy that has excelled for them a lot this split, where Sven can be that cleanup guy, and you forget like, oh yeah, they have one of the two best AD carries in the league, and he's their second biggest threat at any given time, and it's kind of devastating. So. I have G2 at, at minus 400. This is probably way too low, but I think Misfits is 2 and 1, so I gave him some some credit. Uh,
0: so so you beat me by 19 here. Nice. I said G2 at minus 275. It's G2 at minus 345, so you were actually high.
1: Huh.
0: Uh, this puts Misfits at plus 240. Uh Couple lines just to pay attention to. G two with the two oh is at plus one oh five. Done. And three maps is at plus one twenty.
1: You had me at plus one oh five for the two oh. That I, I'm willing to write that down as a smart buddy bet right now.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I uh, just you hedgers but, but, you hedgers but, 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 at home. You can hedge that. You can hedge the G two two O and the three maps. That's true. You don't come out on top by a lot, but you come out on top. That's a very true. smart hedge, and there's a couple of places where I think you can do that, and uh, and you'll be okay, <laughs> including this next game, Unicorns of Loves versus Splice. Yost Malat came out, responded to the episode. Thank you, Yost. We love you. Thank you so much for watching. And he said that he thinks Splice is actually going to do better than they have been performing on stage as it well, is. Well,
1: did you catch the best part about that tweet? He said they're going to bounce back in week four. <laughs> this is week three. They're playing Unicorns of Love in week three. He's saying, oh, week four, they'll be fine. But right now they've got to play us. So, you know, future Splice will be okay. I, I love that confidence from him. Um, I think that's uh, the most, uh, <laughs> that that is the most proper and, and kind of kind trash talk that I've seen in a while. And I absolutely love it. Um, I think the Unicorns of Love are an amazing team. I think Splice, you know, to, to Yos's point, Splice certainly have the talent for it. They're not a bad team, they have talent, they have team fight synergy, what they don't have is that killer instinct. They don't have the confidence that a team like say Unicorns of Love have to play around their lead, to really force plays and force objectives when they are hit those power spikes. They're just too willing to sit back and expect the enemy team to screw up. You can be better than some of these enemy teams, guys, you're good enough that if you bring the fight to them, you can still win those fights. I, I just, I, I wish, like, I don't know if they need a pat on the back or a hug or what, but, like, you're better than this, guys. Like, go for these plays. See what you can do. Because I think they're capable of a lot. I just don't think they're they're playing with the confidence of someone that has the tools that they have. Um, I, I think, unfortunately for them, uh, they're going to be playing a Unicorns of Love team that has all of the confidence, uh, as they should. They've been on fire this split, and I have nothing but positive things to say about their performance so far, especially now that Samex is just looking really good. Like I thought that he could last split. I am. uh, Yeah. There's a reason when people were talking about, you know, does does the cynics really fit? I'm like, yeah, he fits. He's doing his job just fine. And if he had a chance to expand his role, I have confidence he could do it. hundred percent vindicated on that point. Um, If only I had let myself think that when I did my rankings, but I, uh, I have unicorns of love and minus 200 because they should be the favorites, but the casinos never give them the credit they're due.
0: Blasphemer, you are criminally underrating the Unicorns of Love, and you have been punished for your transgression center. Oh, really? I said Unicorns of Love minus 333. It's Unicorns of Love minus 370.
1: Oh, we're there. Slices oh, that's so great. Plus
0: 260.
1: Congratulations, Unicorns of Love. The casinos finally take you seriously. Unicorns of Love, two zero is at
0: plus 100. Three maps, plus 125.
1: Uh, again uh, yeah three maps plus 125 actually sounds
0: maybe pretty hedge. good maybe hedge that's all I'm saying you pretty much you either win money or you go even but no
1: well I mean for for the sake I'm of our, splice our podcast, So yeah well I'm not too worried about that but I, I will say like you know we don't we don't hedge on this pod we give you guys value bets that we believe in um, I I like the three maps bet I think Splice is good. I think that right so far of this split, we haven't had a Unicorns of Love game in which things really blew up against them because they went for a fight that wasn't advised. And, you know, that overextension meant that they, you know, kind of got themselves in a weird spot for a single map, not for a full best of three. Yakos, what are you doing here?
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, the Unicorns of Love... Oh, oh, it was H2K that gave them trouble. Got it. Right. That's, Thank that's you, Yankos. True. Yes. Appreciate here's,
1: it. here's the thing. Um, trashy is not Yankos. So.
0: This is true. This is true.
1: I, I don't know. I, I have to think about that one. I'm going to have to go back and forth.
0: That's fine. I do take that point. So we're all tied up going into the fifth game, which is Roccat vs. Ninjas and Pajamas. Oh,
1: man. The game I think everyone's been waiting for.
0: I can't think of any two teams that I'd rather watch play than Rock At and Ninjas in Pajamas. Can't think Man, of any other that teams
1: classic that I'd Nagne, Nagne versus Betsy matchup. Nagne versus so Betsy. The one that we've all been waiting for. I mean, Prophet versus Faxi. I mean, that's something watching them in the spring last play. We knew that those two were going to versus
0: hit. Wadid!
1: actually, that one kind of makes more sense than the other two, unfortunately.
0: What? Why did he amazing? I mean, yeah, but, like, at
1: the same time, like, it's a Korean and Europe that, like, both of those players were in Europe last split. Like, Nagane and Prophet, like, I, I can't imagine, like, Prophet was playing on the SKT bench and thinking to himself, you know what? Next split, I'm gonna go out and I'm going to be on the ninjas in pajamas, and I'm going to be playing up against a guy like Faxi.
0: Something tells me Prophet didn't even know ninjas in pajamas were an actual organization until they called him and said, hey, we want to sign you to our team.
1: I, you know, I I can't disprove that. I, I don't have
0: evidence that would apply otherwise. The best kind of narratives are the ones that can't be disproven. S- I'm going to stick by that. Prophet did not know who the ninjas in pajamas were. That is fine. Uh, Chase... S- where do you think the line is on this one? Since we've memed it enough,
1: I think it's Rockat minus two forty. They're the better team here, but I don't give too much credit for anybody right now.
0: <laughs> you sir are an idiot. And <laughs> what? Uh, I said Rockat minus one thirty five. It's Rockat minus one sixty six. What? Nip are at plus one twenty five. S- stop it. I'm stop serious. It. I'm dead serious. Minus one sixty
1: six. Minus one sixty six.
0: Uh, three okay, so- apps are at plus one hundred.
1: Okay. Um, Hold up now. Um, Vitality versus Mysterious Monkeys was minus 222. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When both of those teams have not looked very good. Mm -hmm. Neither of those teams has won a map. Yes. Rocket have won two maps. Mm -hmm. They've won two to each opponent that they've played so far. And Ninjas Pajamas have lost every map. How is that only minus 166? That literally doesn't make sense. Rocket are by definition, a better team than Vitality so far this split. And yet they have lesser odds against the team that like, is that am I supposed to believe that they think that ninjas and pajamas are good? Like, I doubt that's the answer, right? Like, what in the world? Like, how does that make sense? How does that make sense? Those lines should not be very different. That's a massive leap for for people that forget this is on a decimal scale. We convert them to plus minus because we think that makes sense for a Western audiences, because that's well, I mean I mean, American audiences, we should say, because that's how we do it here. But also just, you know, whatever currency you're in, you can think about, you know, plus being how much you make on a hundred dollar bet minus being how much you'd have to bet to win a hundred dollars. That just makes sense. Um, but if you look at, it at a decimal scale, that is a massive gap. That is—it's a logarithmic scale, so that's a massive gap, and I strongly disagree with that. I think Rocket minus 166 is value, man. Ninjas in Pajamas—there's nothing that says that this is a good team. Rocket's won two maps. Rocket, Rocket won two
0: maps. Other than Prophet and they aren't bad. Like they aren't—they haven't won a a single map. Rocket—they're 0-6. Yeah, but if they're going to win against a team that's not Mysterious Monkeys, who are they going to win against? It's probably Rocket. Yeah, but we could say the same about Mysterious Monkeys. Like, that's...
1: Just, I, okay, fine. We're moving on. I I, I, just, I just want you to know, Unicorn, Um, I'm glad that you finally are respecting the Unicorns of Love, but I am taking note of the disrespect you are showing this fourth-place team that looks not so great.
0: And let me just mute Chase for you guys real quick. There you go. Cut cut off the rock at. I actually muted you just so you know.
1: How dare you? How dare
0: you and how dare unicorn? I'm not how, I'm not How, how dare I? Nervous. Listen, yeah. Nick the producer's on vacation right now. I'm the one running everything. I have the right to mute you.
1: Uh, I'm the
0: champion, damn it. Let's I get to on. do what I want to do and I don't really want to move on to the next game because it, it has vitality in it and I really I don't care about vitality
1: yeah but you get to watch h2k beat vitality up for what'll probably be like 55 minutes and go real quick Yoko
0: get two first bloods and then Yako still win because <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it's not ideal <sighs> I think Yoko's um
0: such a waste such I'm just a waste gonna talent.
1: uh h2k minus 600.
0: So we're going to tie for the week.
1: Yep, there we go. We're
0: going to tie. Brought it back. Um, because I said H2K minus 350. And uh, it's H2K minus 500. Vitality are at plus 330 underdog value. H2K for the 2-0 is at minus 125.
1: H2K for the 2-0 is minus 125?
0: Minus 125.
1: Yep. F- that Okay, sorry for making you have to edit that. But also... We're taking that. That's amazing. Vitality of no chance. How is it only minus 125?
0: I, uh... I I do not know. That's amazing.
1: Okay, cool. Well, that's two smart money bets. Do we want to find a third? Do we need to find a third?
0: I I mean, I'm I'm gonna be the one that's gonna be, like, hedge G2 misfits, hedge splice unicorns of love, and...
1: Okay, but we, we can't tell people to, like... I think for our show, we need to put some confidence out there. Like, we need to tell people, like, this is what we believe is going to happen. We can not tell you both of these things are going to happen. If you really just want to make your little bit of of profit, we we have highlighted how you can do that. Uh, You know how to – you can make your hedge work. Um, We're not going to begrudge you for that. But I think for the sake of of our listeners at home –
0: Monkeys at plus 165 over Vitality.
1: I'm fine with that, actually. I want to go
0: big here. I want to go with a big one. Monkeys are winning a series, and it's going to be against Vitality.
1: I like it. I like it quite a bit.
0: And not because it's 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm running on tired energy at all. No, no siree. I think the Monkeys win this series. God damn it, Yuki is a good 80 carry. So here are our smart money bets for week three of the EU LCS. You won't have a lot of time to get them in, but get them in quick mysterious monkeys at plus 165 over vitality g2 to take the 2-0 over misfits at plus 105 and h2k to get the 2-0 over vitality at minus 125. bad week for vitality because they're a bad team and they're miserable to watch yeah
1: they're bad and should feel bad they are That's bad where bad we're coming from
0: absolutely I,
1: except for vander man i vander i hope you you and joko deserve happiness uh, wherever you end up. Because I doubt you're going to be on Vitality next split. Something tells me you'll find better opportunities for yourselves.
0: Maybe, I'm rooting for you. Maybe in North America.
1: Maybe. Ooh. Maybe.
0: Ooh. I don't Here know
1: comes anything. the money. Money, 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 money.
0: Ah, yes, the European Kiwi Kid coming to America. That'll be a great movie. (laughs) But that being said, we do have North America coming up. You guys can stick to the channel and check out our NA Week 3 Guest Lines episode. And, uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at C80s underscore LOL. Chase, where can the good folks at home find you?
1: Uh, you can find me, as always, at Redshirt King. I would love to talk to you guys about anything we said on the show today. Um, I you know clutched out that tie this week uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna take that to the bank um it's gonna be fun to see how this competition keeps going hopefully we can keep bringing in those smart money bet value for you guys because we have been on a roll in europe which was not how that worked out last split so hopefully we can keep that momentum going
0: because we finally uh, figured it out we finally figured out the good teams are good the mediocre teams are mediocre and the bad teams are bad
1: yeah, it's really stunning analysis, really. I, I, shout out to us for finally getting our hands around that, hey man, that crazy out there idea.
0: Bear. What do you expect from us? We've been doing this for three and a half years. That is the kind of on-the-ball analysis you get from Chase and Walter here on the Rough Draft Podcast. So join us a little bit later today to get our Week 3 NA Guest Lines episode. And until then, goodbye, Internet. You can follow the Rough Drafts Podcast on all your favorite social media sites, Twitter at roughdraftspod, Facebook.com backslash pod SoundCloud.com backslash esports roughdrafts, YouTube.com backslash Podcast, as well as on iTunes by searching for the Rough Drafts Podcast. The Rough Draft Podcast is supported by our lovely Patreons at patreon.com backslash Pod. and by viewers like you thanks for listening and goodbye internet